podcast. Welcome, Sophie Buttle, to the podcast. Thank you. This is just a typical Tuesday for us. Yeah, we just like to hang out, um, you know, with our babies. I don't really. Oh, oh, oh sorry. This is awkward. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, this makes me feel great. Well, last time, <laughs> last time it was Ola. Um, oh yeah, that's right. We did it with Ola. He did not like that. Uh, let's put this here in frame. Okay. Everybody can wanna, read. Do you want to give it my mic as well? Oh well. Yeah. No, you. I'm sure you have some witty anecdotes too. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like that we make Alexi dress like us, and then we do this to her. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I can't believe you've done this to me today. <laughs> well, you're gonna win one for world's best houndstooth. Oh yeah. Over it's true. We got a real Cruella Deville gang yeah. happening today. You guys hate Dalmatians. I can tell. <laughs> we do. Yeah, I don't usually. I haven't. Is it out yet? Do you know the Cruella Deville thing? Because like people don't really like her. People were not really asking for a Cruella live action remake. But I think that she's like one of the most iconic uh, fashion characters Absolutely. in history. And I think that more people should be willing to kill for clothing. I think. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yes. Um, Fuck them animals. Like the other day when we were in the park, we were hanging out social distance in the park. Yeah. And um, this like cute dog came up to our group that was playing with its owner and had a ball. And brought it right over to me. Yeah. You know, so cute. Everyone was so jealous yeah. um, that they brought the ball over to me. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, I don't, um, <laughs> I, don't um, I don't touch. Participate <laughs> it was like way. a really slobbery ball too. Yeah. And everyone was yeah. like, throw it, throw it. And I was like, I'm, it's just, I'm definitely not going to. So <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you did now. I'm, I th I'm picturing you picking up an object and hitting the ball and then it went right into its mouth perfectly. I kicked it, I kicked it not very well. <laughs> Kicked it right into its mouth. It's funny because everybody was excited to see you have fun and you didn't want to have fun that way. No, that's not the kind of fun that I have. No, no. I like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, she went on later that day to have fun. <laughs> the dog was also on drugs. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny too because like I, I said in a previous episode that my career aspiration when I was a kid was to be a dog. Yeah. But now as an adult, I don't want to get anywhere near dogs that mm. I don't know. I don't like strange dogs. I like a dog that is not wet at all. Yes. And yes. dogs are famously wet. <laughs> How come the smaller the dog, the more they shake with nervousness? I like that. I like it. You like that? I like that when it's scared of me. So that like yeah. if I'm, because I'm very hands off, I'm a very, I have a very hands off personality. Mm. And so the anxious community likes that because they are able to come to me. I'm not pushy in that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why that. all my friends have anxiety disorders. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Do you? Do you? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, it, it's funny because I, I, I'm a weird mix of confidence, but also like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's true. It, it it sways between like God complex yeah. and like I'm a worm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I definitely think I can do everything better than everyone else. Definitely. But I also no think question. I'm trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So speaking of trash, I gave my boyfriend a haircut last night. Oh, really? And I think everybody's been cutting their boyfriend's hair this <laughs> this year. Yeah. And he, I did a bad job. And like, I've cut his, <laughs> I've cut his hair before. And I was like telling him as I was doing it last night, I was like, this isn't as good as before, just so you know. And he's like, really? Because before like was not very good. And I was like, no, before was good. This time was not good. And he's like, okay. 
And it's just like, when I was done, he like ran his fingers through his hair and he's like, I can feel that it's all different legs. <laughs> oh no. And um, he just really looks like um, Scumbro. And I, <laughs> I think I've been talking about like Scumbro style a lot lately, but I'm just very attracted to it. And I think it's my white trash roots, <laughs> but it's just like, he just looks like, it just looks ragged, like a, like a rat. And I yeah. love it. It's so hot like, to me. <laughs> I'm picturing like, here's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing like Ewan McGregor and train spotting. Ewan McGregor train spotting, um, Shia LaBeouf before mm. we knew he was bad. Yes. <laughs> um, Jonah Hill is a famous scumbro really? style. Mm. He's not scummy. He just dresses scumbro. And I'm trying to get scum babe style okay. trending. I've Googled it. It seems like nobody's even said it yet, but scum babe is the future. Scum babe is, that sounds like a music genre I would look up on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. yeah, it does. Ooh. Very I feel musical. Like Jonah Hill. Uh, lost weight and then inherited all the clothes from James Franco's closet. Yeah. <laughs> that does seem like what it is. And, but I think that anybody that's had like a body transformation mm -hmm. loves to, like if you lose a lot of weight, like you love to make a splash with clothes because yeah. like mm -hmm. when you're big, you can only wear like the clothes that are made for big people, which okay. is never cool. No. <laughs> so like, yeah, when to, as soon as you become skinny, you just like, you have such a buildup of all the clothes that you saw that you wanted to wear. Oh, okay. It's everything at once. I know you guys both seem like you've never been obese no, and I can't I'm, really. Uh, I will I say <laughs> at, at a certain point a few years ago, I lost 40 pounds real quick oh. and then I could wear vintage t-shirts that I didn't feel comfortable in before. Oh, it's totally. Yeah. yeah. For me too. It's all, all about the vintage t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, like remember it. when I came on your show, Obsessed with Sophie Bottle, mm -hmm. uh, first episode, <laughs> uh, we, that was the, that was the topic I brought was vintage t-shirts. Oh yeah. And then it, it's funny because, um, you know, our friend Kirby, he, mm. he's the one who has, he's like the best vintage collector. He's so far beyond like what I like now that he likes things that don't even look good to me really. Like it's probably, like, it's probably scum bro. It is kind of oh, yeah. is, oh, but it's like yeah. ironic jokes that aren't funny on a shirt that's from the sixties. <laughs> and then I'll be like, I guess that's cool, but that's so <sighs> funny. I love, so I love when stuff is not ironic. Like I just, I just rewatched <laughs> this is 40 and yeah. I love, I really love Judd Apatow movies. And I feel like sometimes there's like a bit of a stink on it in comedy because they're like, they're so long. They're very like self-indulgent because they're all about yeah. his life. But to me, that's like what a real comedian would do. It would just be yeah. like, this is four hours of yeah. a situation I was in once. It like should have been called, this is 40 minutes too long. Because <laughs> that movie, I remember- It was so long, but it wasn't long enough for me. That's how oh, much really? I love this movie. Well, yeah, but they were, there was just that one scene with the whatever artist Paul Rudd is trying to sign. Mm. Oh, and he's yeah. like, what's on his hat? He's oh, the saying, Oreo? Yeah, and they're like, they're like, it's an Oreo hat. And then she's like, yeah, I don't think that it's ironic. I think he just loves Oreos. <laughs> It is way cuter and way more pure. Yeah, it's it like is. this iconic folk singer, and he just loves Oreos. I love Oreos. Oh yeah, and then he comes out, and the, yeah, they had been talking about how he's like not cool with the Oreo hat, and then he comes out, and he's like, "I got, I gotta go, I got gout." <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. It's just cute. It's just like so not trying to be cool. The, yeah. The one That's thing it. I really retain from that movie is when uh, Paul Rudd is supposed to be on a diet, and his wife is like, "What are you doing with cupcakes?" And he's like, "I'm not gonna eat it." See, and he pours water on it, and then just eats it anyway. Oh yeah! As if pouring water on a cupcake is gonna not make it even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like their cupcakes are dry, but like as, yeah. he's, as he's pouring water on it, she keeps saying like, "You're still gonna eat it. Why yeah. are you doing this? Just put it in the trash." And he's like, "See, 
what would you want to do today? Like, just yeah. Yeah. As if I'm not going to also eat a wet cupcake out of the trash. But this is the thing. This is what's beautiful about that movie is like, I have always maintained that in every relationship, there's a narc and a criminal. And like, they can switch, but there's always one and the other. Mm-hmm. And that movie really showed me that there can be, like, both can be both at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like she was secretly smoking her cigarettes. Yes. He was having his garbage cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Garbage. And then they're both on each other about it. Yeah. It's kind of beautiful. We should call the episode garbage cupcakes. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I know we're coming up with a lot of good like fun terms on this one. <laughs> There's already been so much content in this episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. How long how long are these episodes? We usually do 30, 40. 30, 40, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Sometimes yeah. we do them really long. Those are called drunk casts. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we got to do one of those. Yeah, I would time. love that. We, we had one with Sean McDonald and Ola, and it it like regressed to a certain point where Ola, where Sean was laying on his back and flipping onto his feet. And yeah. Ola was like, that's not a flip. Yeah. And they had a fight, and that was the episode. Me and Alexi were just having uh, champagne off to the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are good, that's too. That's so cool. Yeah. The only thing is that I quit drinking. So what am I going to do? I know. Do you smoke pot? No. Do you do? <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just do some drugs. Okay. Well, <laughs> my, my boyfriend is also very straight edge. Doesn't do anything. And so Except when I'm- hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. He'll have, he'll have secret hot dogs um, behind my back. He, we famously, famously secret hot dogs. Um, I don't even remember how I found out about them, but similar to the cupcakes in This Is 40, we used to go to movies a lot together before. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but <laughs> but, but you know, before. And I would always say that I didn't want any snacks, you know, because I was pretending. And then yeah. we'd go and we'd sit down and then you smell the popcorn and then you want something. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. babe, <laughs> can you go get everything? <laughs> and then he goes and then he always comes back smelling like ketchup. And like I... <laughs> And like, I don't like, I don't like ketchup. So I'm like, I smell ketchup. And he's like, hmm, yeah, somebody must be eating ketchup somewhere. He <laughs> fucking downed a hot dog in he, the lobby. Yes. While he was <gasps> on his way back to the theater, he'd have a secret hot dog. That is Ooh. amazing addict behavior. And it's the funniest <laughs> version of it. That. It's so innocent. It's yeah, it's very sweet. And oh yeah, this is what I was saying. It's like, he doesn't do any drugs or anything. So if I need him to like get on my level, he'll have a Mountain Dew voltage. <laughs> Because it is like a lot of sugar and caffeine. So you do become crazed. <laughs> I'll just get a flat of those. Yeah, exactly. You just get blackout on Mountain Dew voltage. <laughs> I like, as soon as I quit drinking, I needed something to supplement all of the alcohol. You need drinking. something fizzy. Yeah. So yeah. I started drinking sodas. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I don't know. Soda like, water. Soda water. Yeah. yeah. Like lots of soda water. But towards the like towards the end of the night, I swear like the next morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> drinking so much soda water i'm like is it doing something she does take down like a box a day yeah yeah so my friend sammy is also addicted to soda water she actually has an instagram that i'm gonna plug called soda water slut (laughs) where she reviews soda waters hey that's a good idea (gasps) oh i love that yeah and it's like seems like a real addiction yeah Yeah, yeah. it is it's a problem it's addict behavior as well I mean, I'm addicted. My main addiction is shopping. I just can't mm. stop. And they they say that the sign of a real hoarder is when you don't have room for anything else and you continue to acquire things. <laughs> and that's just how I've lived my whole life. I just start at full closet and then yeah. I continue to acquire. Yeah, I can, oh, relate. Man. I can hardcore relate to that. <laughs> like moved into my own place recently, like thinking that everybody that I lived with in the past was the problem. And- <laughs> And as my place fills up with things, I realize it was me. I'm the problem. Oh my God. Yeah. No, when you live with other people, it's very easy to blame them for like any weird behaviors you have. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, I'm not 
clean. And then I'm always like, oh my God, everybody that I live with is so anal. Like they need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> relax. And then I'm like moving stuff to get to my kitchen. And I'm like, could it be me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. And this I think this is the thing. Society really tells us that women are supposed to be like very organized and clean. And I reject that. I think yeah. that it's somehow the patriarchy. Yeah. And I will not, um, <laughs> will not better my life. <laughs> yeah. That's like the one thing too, like for me, I love collecting clothes. I know that you're, you're the same as well, mm -hmm. collecting lots of clothes. Um, I'm leaning into it because I know that like, yeah, society likes to put us down and say, oh, you know, women, they have too much clothes. I want too much clothes. Yeah, you take it a more. step further. You make your own clothes. Making my own so clothes. <laughs> really? Well, that's like, so I moved to Vancouver to go to fashion school oh. and moved here basically like on my 18th birthday, was going to fashion school, like really... I just really thought that if I was going to school for something that I liked, that that I would go. <laughs> but it turns out no. So I dropped out right away. And that's what I, one of the things I was going to bring to the podcast was like, I dropped out immediately and my family was very like, okay, well, we helped you move to Vancouver because we thought you were going to um, become educated in some way. And I was like, no worries. I'll work at Starbucks for many, many years. So then I'd love to do it. My pleasure. So started working at Starbucks, got into a relationship that was... Uh, for lack of a better word, dramatic. Yeah. And this was like going to be one of my mm -hmm. day job stories. Please tell. Do tell. So I moved to <laughs> Vancouver. Yeah. When I was 18, dropped out of fashion school immediately. Hot minute. Like yeah. maybe a month was there. <laughs> Made a couple friends that I'm still friends with. Oh, and, cool. But then immediately, um, you know, went to Starbucks. <laughs> and <laughs> started dating this me guy too. that was like a lot older than me very dramatic. Both of us were not dealing with our traumas, just like a very unhinged relationship mm -hmm. as we can all imagine. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then I really liked working at Starbucks. And I also, I continue, I always threaten that I'm going to work at Starbucks again. And like my, my boyfriend keeps being like, you're not, you don't have to work at Starbucks. And I'm like, I'm ready though. Like, <laughs> like I'm just so, I think it's the white trash in me that it's like, you know, tomorrow, if things get hard, I'm working at Starbucks again. <laughs> Like I look forward to it. It just I I won't do it unless I have to have to, but yeah. I'm ready to. Yeah. And I think that's the key to success is like be ready to work at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was like working there and I I did quite enjoy it. Um I was a uh, famously the worst employee that <laughs> has ever existed in the world. Like I gave away if my manager was not present, I gave away everything for free. Oh, everything that. across the board and made a lot of friends that way because yeah. Our Starbucks was like the runoff for a bigger Starbucks. Like there was a, there's a big famous one downtown kind of. And then we're a couple blocks down, mostly for people that worked on Granville, like yeah. that knew the kind of smaller Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So it was all people, it was our people, you know, it's all other minimum yeah. wage workers. Yeah. So I'd give everybody everything for free all the time. And it used to be really easy to steal from Starbucks in that way because <laughs> yeah. there used to be a button for like staff, staff, drink or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there also used to be a button for food that was broken because you're not allowed to sell something if it's broken. Oh. So you, yeah. So a lot of sandwiches broke when I was on shift, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. And that's how I met my friend Sammy, aka Soda Water Slut, is I used to give her a lot of free things. Oh my God. And basically it was, it was, and, oh yeah. And then homeless people would often steal from our Starbucks, which I encouraged I think you should steal from corporations yeah. as much as you can yeah so I was I like agree. you know fight the power and they were like <laughs> <laughs> they're like well, we're not friends and I'm like what see you later bestie <laughs> <laughs> and oh yeah so the fight so I got in this big fight I think like the final like big relationship fight after like two and a half years of dating this guy two and a half years of working at Starbucks 
And I had this horrible shift manager who I would never fat shame, but she just happened to be the fattest woman I've ever met in my life. And I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying she was the fattest person I've ever met. Just paint the picture. And was just a nightmare. Like so rude to me all the time. We we always had to open together at like 5 a.m. And she'd always be late and she had the keys. So I'd just be standing on Granville Street like scared. And then I would be like, hey, can you like let me know if you're going to be late in the morning? Because it's pretty sketchy out here. And then she'd just act like I was just the narcist. Such a narc. Like, oh, you're going to, you know. And I was like, I almost got peed on. Like, and like, yeah, so I just I already hated her. And then I had this big relationship fight and was in a bad mood, but was still polite. Like, I don't take it out on other people. So it's like being polite, just not in a good mood. And she was like, you need to fix your attitude because it's rubbing off on me. And now I'm in a bad mood. Oh, oh shut I up. I know. And it was after like two years of like a lot of tough things happening. Mm-hmm. So she said that to me and then I just like went into the back room and my the store manager was there and I was like, I'm not coming back. And then I left forever. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So sometimes you just really need to change your life, I think. Yeah. And so, you know, break up with your boyfriend, quit your Starbucks job. Yeah. Just get out of there. <laughs> and, I, you know, I still stayed friends with some of those people and stuff. So I found out that like two weeks after I quit. She got fired for stealing coffee machines. Coffee machines? The whole machine? Machines. And not the like Keurig, not the like pod machines, the industrial size ones. How did she even steal it? I don't know. Sounds heavy. More than what? She she was stealing them a lot. What? And they had been kind of monitoring her for a while. And then they finally nailed her. No way. How do you like... Was she selling them to other Starbucks? Like, what, what do you even... Well, I understand is, keeping one, because you already know how to make coffee with it, because well, that's, that's your job. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I always wanted one, because yeah. the machines they have back there are great for... I you press a button, but it it still grinds the beans and stuff. Like, they're yeah. quite expensive. Mm, they're like, yeah, those ones, I was looking into it as well, and then I saw it was like thousands of dollars. They're like, mm. Well, I think that that's another way you can tell when you've made it, is when you have an espresso machine in your home that grinds the beans that's for crazy. you. That's crazy. That's the cr- new level. Yeah. <laughs> like like how you and I were talking about how we can't actually do anything that's like- Can't do anything. I don't know how to make coffee. Useless. I, I don't you know, don't know how, how to make coffee? No. Like out of a drip or just in no way? I've never tried to make a cup of coffee. <laughs> I, really? I don't know how to cook anything. Like You don't know how to cook anything. Not really. Like nothing. Like I couldn't. How do you eat? I just eat out every single time. You just eat out every, every single time. Every single time. Every single time. And I eat once a day. So oh, that's, that makes it a bit easier. Yeah. yeah. But I just don't even want to. Don't know how to cook? Make an eating disorder. Yeah. Oh no. I can't like it's funny though because you know yeah. I can do all these other really niche things no one can do yeah. in, in our industry, but I can't do the simplest things adults my age should be able to do. Well, my boyfriend also cannot cook one thing. And yeah. it's so funny because I'll make like very big like I used to work in a kitchen mm-hmm. and I'm a regular I have a regular skill level for, for cooking. Mm-hmm. So I'll make like chicken and rice or something, and Mace is like he always says, like, this is gourmet. Like, he's a, he always is like, this well, is like. Could, Wendy's. He literally is. says, he's like, this, uh, yeah. could, he, this could be in a restaurant. Aww. And I'm like, no, but it couldn't. That's what's like, so sad about it. <laughs> it very much could not. I love Mace's diet. 
It's so weird. And he he just leans way into uh, it's uh, just American. <laughs> but but he he leans into eating till he passes out. And that's oh. what I like. Well, this is oh, the thing. And I yeah. think it's like someone that doesn't drink or do drugs, too. It's like you really binge on food like you, yeah. you don't have any of that. Like, well, shame. He's living the way I, <laughs> I wish I could. I know me, too. And he's so skinny. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know. I'm so jealous. I can't wait for yeah. him to be a fat fuck. I know, me too. This is going to be great. Yeah, that was like my ex as well living with him was like torture because he's a big candy fiend. Oh, and he he likes midnight candy runs too, right? <gasps> he loves getting snacks all the time. He eats awfully, doesn't have any cavities, and ha- like doesn't gain any weight. It's so disrespectful. It's not it fair. Is. It's not fair. Honestly, and honestly, it's abuse. It is. <laughs> although, although now he is gaining weight. Okay. That's Good. nice. That's yeah. a gift. When an ex gains weight for you to, <laughs> to help you get past them, it's like very kind, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff gets dealt with on here all the time. Yeah, we, had, we had Randy Newmeyer on and she's like, why are you with him? You're way hotter than him. And she yeah. just left it in the yeah. <laughs> And he saw it. Yeah. I think I, that that's good. I think that you're way hotter than all of your exes. And you can loop that. You can loop that. Thank you. I will. (laughs) I'll get playing on a loop in my house. Yeah. One of my favorite things is I just saw online, I think it was a TikTok of just this girl pretending to be like a drunk girl in the bathroom, like hyping hyping you up. Like (laughs) lipstick was smeared and was like, no, like you're beautiful. Like, <laughs> like just all the stuff that like you used to have like in public washrooms with other women. And I really hope it becomes a trend because yeah. I need it. I th- those women just fill you up, yeah. and in a way that like someone that loves you could never <laughs> because they don't know you. Like they have no reason to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I once after my big difficult breakup, I was in a bathroom <laughs> with this woman, and she had also just gone through a breakup, and we we're all drunk. And she was like, could you text my ex something scary? And I was like. <laughs> I was, your phone number? Yeah, exactly. Because it's oh like uh, not traceable. And I was like, absolutely. And I don't remember what we texted her ex. But I was like, okay, you do mine too. And I was like, just text, you're cursed. Just say that. Oh, I love just it. To- and then she did. And then I think it really scared him. <laughs> like, I think that, like, it was, like, many years ago. But I think he was like, oh, I got this weird text the other day. And, like, I don't know what's going on. And oh, I was I like, oh, I, that sounds tough. That's tough. <laughs> Sorry you're going through that. Yeah. Oh, no way. But I just really missed that kind of camaraderie. That is too. nice. I'm definitely, I love being, like, the hype person in the bathroom. Like, yeah. drunk. Yeah. That's my, that's my thing. That's my bag. You should do a sketch that's, like, like hype man, like before, That's like a, a show, really but idea. girl in the bathroom, yeah, hyping girls up as they come in crying, like just going crazy. That's put like brilliant. a silk robe on them with the hood, you know, just oh, like hey, yes. put Vaseline on their face. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You should do that. And then lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fix their eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. I don't know if there's a male version of that. No? Men just all do that automatically with all other men. Yeah. I find that this is our only time that we have peer support. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> It's I, a safe space. I find though <laughs> that I'm so complimentary to people that I make it weird. No. <laughs> and I mean it. I'm like, I, I've sure I've complimented both of you a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I just, I see it and I say it. And yeah. dudes are like, oh. Okay. I love it though. It's yes. very pure. Mace is like that as well. Like yeah. just like. Mace is. Oh, and as, we were actually talking about this last night because when I was. 12 or 13 my dad gave me the book the game 
Do you guys you guys know that book, obviously, of right? Course. It. So yeah. it's like where like negging was invented. Yeah. I saw Alexi get negged by a f- past employer here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty funny. You sneeze, your face gets all weird, it's cute. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so, that funny. so funny. I loved I loved that moment when he this past employee said this and Kevin was there and then he left. And then I had the game explained to me. I told told her exactly play by play what just happened. Yeah. I mean, it's so obvious once you see it. And that was my dad's intention, but he gave it to me when I was too young. So I had this, you know, 12 year old boys coming up to me being like, you want to go to a movie? And I'm like, nice try. Not going to fuck me. Like, (laughs) like just so defensive for no reason. Like it was like, I couldn't, I shouldn't have read it. And Mace and I were talking about it last night because Mace does the opposite of the game. And I think you do too. Like just, just free compliments. Like, but I'm not even flirting. I just see a thing, and I'm like, "That you're great." No, it's true. But it's just like it's just like the opposite of yeah. those weird games. Because the whole point of the game is like basically putting other people down to yeah. make yourself seem better, which is yeah. just bullying. For sure. <laughs> but also wearing a Jamiroquai hat while doing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, Mace, like he, I mean, he does he. He would not say that he was part of the pickup artist community at all. But when he was little, he used to watch like pickup artists. Wait a second. YouTube videos. Mace. Wait a second. Mace is from the city of the biggest pickup artist of all time. Mystery. Mystery is from Hamilton. Wait, why do you know about pickup art? Because I, I love the, I, I love that culture. Boys love it. Boys, it's so hilarious. You have such an extensive knowledge I know. of who's well, Mystery. I've never even heard okay. of him. Here's so here's where it started. You know him too? I just through Kevin. Oh, Neil, Neil Strauss, who's a writer for Rolling Stone. I was a big fan of his books. He wrote the Motley Crue book, The Dirt. Mm-hmm. He wrote the Jenna Jameson book. And then he moved in with mystery because he'd never been with a woman. And he's like, why can't I get with women? And I'm, he wrote the game too, right? He, uh, he wrote the game. Yeah, Neil yeah. Strauss. But mystery had already written a book called Mystery Method. And he's from Hamilton. And his whole thing is is uh, what you're saying. You, like you appear really intelligent and you slightly insult people to lower their confidence. And then by virtue making you seem better right but you also have to wear a bunch of stuff you can talk about if the conversation starts to drop of course yeah. so that's why he has goggles and top hats and it's whatever. so stupid to just in your head be like yeah if the conversation lulls i can just be like aren't these crazy <laughs> like oh my god do you want to have sex with me now <laughs> it's so crazy and then it, it's funny though because those those dudes all moved into a mansion together mm-hmm. with Courtney Love. Courtney yeah, Love and, and porn stars and stuff, yeah. right? They oh, talk about a- it in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very influential book on me. <laughs> but, but then there was a reality show that I liked where they'd they'd take on a bunch of people and teach them to do it and have security cameras watching. And it was, what was that? Well, yeah, there was it's called the game. Oh. There yeah. was a famous oh. pickup artist school in downtown Vancouver yeah. a couple years ago. And I remember it because I don't remember where I was working, but I had to walk basically every day down Robson to get home. Mm -hmm. And basically every day for like a week or two, some guy would like come up and like walk with me and try to hit on me. No, And I was just like, wow, like still got it. (laughs) Like I literally was like, I guess I'm looking hot these days. (gasps) But then 
there was this big news article that came out like men harassing women yeah. for this pickup artist school on Robson Street. And I was like, oh, it's for school. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I was looking good. You're like, I just dropped out of school. So, yeah, you know, you know my stance in education. <laughs> I honestly love dropping out of school. I wish that I had dropped out of high school as well. But a lot of people really made an effort to get me through high school. Same so, here. It was yeah. a real team effort. It was, <laughs> it was a real miracle. <laughs> I, know. I, I got to the point where I was like, I have enough credits. And then I just like really blew it in the, like the last semester. But it didn't matter. I was like, I'm good. You still graduated? Yeah. But yeah, we all barely. graduated. Can it's you a miracle it? I did. The three of us definitely should have dropped out of high school. Yeah. Well, well, so didn't didn't you used to you and your mom just go on vacations all of a sudden in the middle of school sometimes? Well, I went to Louisiana for exams week because I had a boyfriend there. <laughs> And I remember almost all my teachers like said it was okay. I think that my mom had like pitched it as like a medical emergency or something for me because the thing is I was just kind of, I was wilding. I was just doing whatever I wanted. And then my mom was like like my translator to the, my mom is a teacher and not at my school, but in the same school district. So she kind of knew that they like could pass me. (laughs) So it was a lot of like, like inside baseball. Like if my mom wasn't a teacher, I would not have graduated. It was like, it's like this for any industry. Like if you know kind of the behind the scenes stuff yeah, mm-hmm. and you speak the same language, you'd go in and she'd be like, well, she did do a couple tests. That's so. what my guidance counselor did. It's like, <laughs> he's not an asshole. He's already going to audio school. Just come on. Come on. I know it's audio school. It's same for me. It's like she's going to fashion school. Like it's <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. doesn't need science. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you. So if I feel like we're similar this way, it's like, I just couldn't care. Yeah. I, I could not care. care I about could not too. care. And my, I remember my dad on the phone because my dad like lived in Vancouver when we were in Ontario. I remember my dad on the phone being just like, pretend to care. <laughs> just, pre- I can tell you don't care. Pretend to care. And I'm like, but that's light caring. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I simply cannot care. Yeah. And right. I still feel that way. I feel that way about like taxes oh, now. I'm, it's like, I don't I'm care. Saying. I'm not going to do it. I still have that problem. <laughs> I'm interested in like three things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like, I don't know. I cared a lot about like what I wanted to, like what I wanted yeah. to do. And like, oh, yeah. I, I, I really in, cared about those things. Yeah, I deeply. Was in, deeply. Yeah. 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 Right. Like I did like acting in high school and I was like so into that. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember I failed math because I just didn't care. I didn't show up. And instead of going to math, I would go to um, like, there was an architecture and animation class and I would go to that class, which I wasn't getting credits for, but I would go and do <laughs> the class. You'll do like extra to, credit for things that don't matter. <laughs> right? I got no credits for that. I like would literally skip one class to just be in the room <laughs> and go on the computer and like animate bipeds and yeah I, I and, only cared about that and I, I still have past. dreams that I got to do my exams <gasps> but they don't even make sense though because it's me now but I'm in high school and I'll be in my high school I'll walk in I'll be like it looks different here well it has been a while anyway I don't remember what classes I'm in just unfazed unfazed by the fact that you're there but oh, you're God. like well I gotta go do my exams I'm, I'm here now <sighs> high school is horrible for me do you guys, ever, it was horrible for me too. And like, yeah. I, I feel like we're probably the same in that like, it's not like we were bullied. No. <laughs> it's like pretty well liked. <laughs> but I just like, I, my mom would like drive me to school in the morning and I would just like, like wave and then I'd go and I'd get on a bus and oh. I'd go home. And I just. <laughs> You'd actually get a ride? Yeah, I, would, well, I had to take a bus because we lived like in the suburbs at the time. And I just remember like, like being like, this is a long ride home. Like, sh- like. <laughs> 
she should just not bring me to school. And then, <laughs> and there was like, I think there were three weeks in a row where I just didn't show up, where yeah. she would just drop me off and then I would just, I would just bust home and just hang out. Like, it's not like I was doing anything. Yeah. Like, I'd just go home and chill. <laughs> and then the reason I had gotten away with it is because there was, um, at our school, we had that phone call thing where oh, yeah. it was like automatic, like your child missed classes one, oh. two, three. But at the beginning Four, of the five, school six. year, <laughs> yeah, all of them. But at the beginning of the school year, when I when we were filling out the forms, I put my phone number nice. instead nice. of hers. So all the calls were coming to me and I was like, oh yeah, she's missed it again. Oh, Sophie, <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah, but then after three weeks, they were like, does she still go here? Like, did she die? So they called my mom at work and oh, my mom no. was like, I remember her calling me and I was at home during the day as every day, you know, routine. Answering the phone. And I remember answering the phone. It was my mom at work and she's like, have you not been going to school for three weeks? And I was like, Ooh, gotta go. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out fine. Like it's it's just high school. Like I really don't well, think it's a big deal. <laughs> here, here's a question I've been asking people: Do you think you actually retained anything from high school? Because I think I learned nothing in high school. It's a good question for sure. Because certainly I have not taken any knowledge that I learned and turned that into anything. Like I don't really. I didn't. I don't feel like I learned much in high school. Like I. I think. Maybe I learned how to like work the system, (laughs) which is like has helped me in my life. Um, All the people mad at us about not going to high school. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I still have five dollars in my bank account, but (laughs) (laughs) could have maybe gotten something. (laughs) I love like. My high school experience, the only thing I retained was the acting and the animation. And that's it. <laughs> Extra credit. Right? Mm-hmm. I also, I think I learned, like, I think I learned independence in high school. Yeah. Mm. Because it really, like, you know, people are just really in the system. And you couldn't really find out who the narcs are in high school. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, there are some people that are just like, oh, we can't be late for class. Mm. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I used to go to Montreal on Fridays. Um, at, the, at the beginning of the day on Fridays yeah. uh, because I have like a we call her my aunt but she's like just my parents friend they were all punkers in Montreal together and so she's, cool. she still lived there yeah. and so I would greyhound to Montreal on Fridays <laughs> during high school and crash on her couch because Montreal had stand-up shows on the weekend and Ottawa didn't have <laughs> you know what's so crazy though like how you said like you were you grew up in the Ottawa scene so you just thought that was it I've had the opposite experience because I've started seeing it's like a lot of stand-up shows here mm-hmm. and then i'd go elsewhere and be like writing here sucks because vancouver's <laughs> writing is so good well, that's what i found too like i remember when i first came here it was like just a city of writers um yeah be- because of all of the um autism <laughs> just, <laughs> just no not a not a drop of charisma in the city but the writing is <laughs> but that's what's weird is like in la it's like LA is where everyone goes to They've get got opportunities. Charisma. <laughs> there's no writing a lot of the time. Yeah, no, and I'm also I'm also joking. Like there's a, there's a lot of charisma in Vancouver now, yeah. but you yeah. know there wasn't always. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's like in stand up, there really seems to be a big divide of like within comics of being like, oh, they're they're a writer, like they're a good yeah. writer, or they're a great performer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's always a little bit tongue in cheek. Like you have to be one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And like the people that do really well are the people that can do both. Yeah. And I think everyone kind of feels slotted into whichever one they kind of um, play as. But I think that both 
can be learned, like both mm-hmm. other sure. sides, especially if you're good at one of the things, like the other thing is, is kind of similar. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's true. I feel like some people are born with an advantage if they, this is a weird thing to say, but if they have a, a good voice. Yeah. Like I always think yeah. great, great mm-hmm. actors always have like really nice voices. Totally. And yeah. you guys are obviously in music. So you, of course yeah. you like a nice voice, yeah. but, <laughs> but no, but it's, it's very true. There are a couple of comedians who I think are good writers, but I find their voice very grating. Yeah. And so I can't enjoy it. And it's, it's true. You need to have a voice that people like to listen to. Like imagine exactly. if Denzel Washington had just a trash voice, <laughs> like a super high pitched nasal voice. <laughs> well, I remember like when I was single, I remember going on this date, with this guy who I had like matched with on like all of the different apps. And I thought that he was really good looking and like really cool. Like I like a, I like a cool style. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we met up and I was so excited because we had matched and then he had like not messaged me on anything. So I was kind of like, Oh, whatever. <laughs> and then eventually he messaged me and was like, let's meet up. We meet up. He had the tiniest little mouse voice, oh. but not in a cute way. Like he was a huge man and had just, Hey, what's you so don't, nice. you don't need to like, out mm. Dave Harris like this. <laughs> <laughs> Dave has a lovely little voice. I no? love his voice. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess dating apps, it's, it's like, you never yeah, know. you should say, but that's like, cause it's like he had his height in it. And you know how guys, any guy that's over 5'11 will put their height in their bio. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. And, but they don't put those other, I think, I think there should be like a dating app that's like called red flags. And you just like, <laughs> you just put in the things about you that are your red flags yeah. or like the, whatever your things are. Yeah. And then people should be out, have the right to judge based off of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, me, Sophie, hoarder, idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I think that that would be helpful to know for people. Kevin, and I try yeah. to convey that in vibe, but yeah. Kevin, sometimes six, it's three. nice to just let him know. Cries under pressure. Just so you, know. you cry under pressure? Uh, not really. Like I, I get, uh, I do this shutdown thing where I'm just like, Oh, you go, you, she sees it. I'll just be like, you become withdrawn. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, it's weird. I noticed too, uh, a a comedian yelled at me this week that I respect and I shut down in a PTSD way. I'll tell you about it after, but, uh, (laughs) I, I I was like, I got mad at myself for still doing that. It's like, Mm. damn it. I've been in therapy for two years and I I know, but we also, we have to forgive ourselves for our, our reactions to things. But Mm. then I go the other way. Where then I called back and I was like, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but now I'm like too mad. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and so now it, I, I got to level it out somewhere because it's funny. A friend of mine was like, I think sometimes people use you. And that really hurt my feelings because I think he's right. Yeah. That's you know so I mean? funny. I mean, that's always the thing that really gets a rise out of you too. If someone really like nails you, like yeah. I got kind of mad, mad at my friend and please take this part out, but okay. I got really <laughs> mad at my friend because she told me that I have a lot of triggers and I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, uh, I don't like being analyzed either. So like, th- like somebody told me that, uh, someone did tell me that recently. I you don't like to be you- analyzed or just that I have so many triggers as well. Oh, And I was like, don't analyze me. Like, you don't know me, even though they did know me. I know that it's always someone that does know you. Yeah. And you're like, you don't, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? I you don't know anything about me. You start changing things about yourself just to spite them. Yeah. I wonder if it, yeah, I yeah, I get yeah. sleep tattoos. I'm like, what about now? What about now? <laughs> you know a lot of triggers. All right, Sophie, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Happy. <laughs>